Consider owning a Cruise Planners American Express travel franchise. A low-cost, turnkey opportunity. Cruise Planners provides everything you need to grow your business right from the start. No experience is necessary. Visit CruisePlannersFranchise.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. Check out our cruise updates at cruiseradio.net. On this show, we'll talk to journalist and maritime historian Peter Canego about the christening ceremony for MSC Preziosa, and he got to take an exclusive look at Princess Cruise's upcoming royal princess. But first, Stuart Shearer on the Cruise Guys here. Hello, Stuart. Hey, guys. Matt, it's so nice to have you back. Oh, it's so nice to be back. Thank you, Stewie. Doug told me to say that. <laughs> I, know, I know he did. <laughs> Godmother, named for Princess Cruz's upcoming royal princess. Who is it? Well, uh, the winner is, envelope please, it is the Duchess of Cambridge, mm. which is very exciting because her uh, late mother-in-law, Princess Diana, was the godmother of the original royal princess when, uh, back in 1984. Oh, cool. So uh, there's uh, a lot of excitement uh, surrounding her uh, involvement with uh, this unbelievable ship when she uh, debuts coming up in June. So uh, it's very, uh, very exciting. A carnival ship got loose last week after a thunderstorm in Mobile, Alabama. What happened there? Oh, God. You know, if they just, you know, we just feel so bad. Hopefully carnival will catch a break. But what happened was last week the Carnival Triumph, which was the ship that was... uh, stranded in the Gulf of Mexico in February. Right. Um, she was in the shipyard, uh, you know, essentially being repaired, and uh, there was a really bad windstorm with wind gusts reported to be up to 70 miles per hour and four bollards. And these are these huge posts that the ships tie their lines up to, broke loose mm. during the storm, which uh, essentially let the ship loose. Now, it's very important for people to understand Carnival did not have possession of the ship. It's like if you took your car to the, uh, you know, to the repair shop and uh, they dropped the, uh, you know, your car. Uh, it wasn't. It's not your fault. You didn't have possession of it. Right. But uh, there were uh, 800 people, um, 600 carnival uh, staff and contractors, and 200 uh, shipyard workers that were on board at the time. None of which were were hurt. But uh, the ship did uh, collide um, with with another ship that did uh, create some damage. But the ship is going to be going into dry dock uh, and you know in for repairs anyways. So hopefully, uh, no additional time is going to be needed to repair Carnival Triumph. Well, it looks like it's not just Carnival, but Celebrity Millennium has also been experiencing some propulsion issues. What's happening there? Well, as, as we've talked, you know, ships are machines; they do break down and they do have issues. It's not it's not focused on any one line, and this is an example. Uh, Celebrity's Millennium is out in uh, Southeast Asia. And because of some issues with slower speeds, now it's important to know, just like all these other ships, that there's nothing wrong with the the hotel operation of the ship. Everything's running fine. But because of the propulsion issues, it's not able to get uh, to the last remaining port of call, which was Hanoi on this case. So in order to get to Hong Kong, uh, as scheduled on Thursday, they had to skip one port. Celebrity, um, you know, essentially gave everybody a shipboard, a cash, um, you know, shipboard credit. And, uh, you know, the cruise will end uh, as scheduled, and hopefully Celebrity will be able to uh, repair the ship so it's back up to 100%. But the hotel operation of the ship is working at 100%. The Grand Turk Cruise Center reopens after being closed to cruise ships for a month. 
is it back open for good? Well, you know, for good. I mean, you're saying that that's finality, and you know, who knows? But uh, Carnival was comfortable enough to, after uh, joint testing, that the uh, facilities uh, contamination uh, or whatever it was uh, that was resulting in norovirus, uh, they they feel that uh, it's it's back to normal, and uh, they they have had uh, two ships already call. Uh, with it without incident. So, you know, right now it looks like they may have uh, solved the problem. Holland America announced this week that they are now offering multilingual shore excursions. Now, will this be on every sailing? It's not, Doug. What they're doing is, I mean, there are people, let's say, in Europe uh, that have been to many of the ports that are available on, let's say, European sailings. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have tours that cater to, you know, to their Spanish, uh, Spanish, Dutch, and German speaking guests gotcha. who, who have been to like the Colosseum in Rome or, you know, they've been to the Acropolis in Athens and they're looking for something in their own language because when the other ships are, are stationed out in Europe, there's more of an international crowd yeah. than, than the Americans. And uh, this way more people can understand what it is that they're seeing and, and enjoy what's going on. So you know, we'll see what happens and we'll see if uh, other cruise lines uh, follow their lead on this. Whatever happened to that lady that tried to sneak drugs into Bermuda uh, from an NCL ship? Well, what's interesting, Matt, is that you know it's a couple. We've had you know several Americans who, for some whatever reason, have attempted to bring drugs into Bermuda. Um, you know, it's pretty stupid. But this one woman, uh, Jane Carmichael, 52 of Hazelburst, Georgia, um, is going to get uh, 12 years uh, in jail in Bermuda. Uh, you know, for attempting to smuggle three hundred and almost four hundred thousand dollars worth of cocaine, um, that was actually off actually a celebrity ship, and uh, you know, it's that was back in I think it was May of two thousand twelve, and uh, it's you know she's going to have an extended shark surgeon there for a while. It's I mean it's just you know it's stupid, but you know people do it. And of course, the bigger question is how she got it on. Uh-huh. On board the ship, but uh, we're glad uh, we're glad the Bermuda authorities were uh, on their toes and and took uh, that that stuff off the street. Well, I guess it can be done. Uh, Carnival just launched a military promotion this week. Now, doesn't active military get discounts year round? Well, they have different kinds of of discounts, Doug, uh, at various levels. In this case, you know what they what they did is they're they're offering savings up to three hundred dollars on the three four you know the three to five day sailings. And uh, an additional uh, w- with a shipboard credit of fifty dollars, as well as up to six hundred dollars per stateroom, with shipboard credits of a hundred dollars per stateroom on six nights or longer. And uh, this also allows them, you know, they can bring other. I believe they can bring other ca- other. You know, maybe have another couple cabins. But this is good on sailings um, through departing uh, departures through August thirty first. And you know, it's it's a nice way that uh, Carnival, um, you know, gives back. To you know the um, U.S. military, uh, current and former, to show their appreciation. Um, you know, it's not for people that may have served in other uh, countries' military branches. It's just uh, U.S. It's important to know. On the subject, uh, is Princess Cruises Sky High promotion a big deal? Well, you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. There are lots of you know very good deals that are out there right now, Matt. But uh, that that Sky High promotion which really does not save a whole lot off of some of their other promotions, can bite you. <laughs> and, and what I mean is that a lot of people don't realize that the, you know, when you read the fine print, that your deposit is fully non-refundable for any reason. 
nor is it transferable. So that means you book it today and the price drops next week, um, the savings would have to be greater than the deposit. So, for example, if the let, let's say your deposit was $800 and the price drops $500, which is a lot of money, it's not gonna. It's not gonna. Do, there's nothing that they can. They'll do for you because uh, you, you're gonna have to have a. Uh, you need a savings in, in excess of eight hundred dollars because your deposit that you paid is lost. Right. And um, it's it's very important that you you know people understand it because I, I actually know people and the savings. The difference in the savings to, to go between a refundable and non-refundable may only be thirty dollars a person, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to risk that kind of money. Um, you know, over you know, with, with prices that, that that could fluctuate. So it's important to know what it is that you're getting. Make sure there's no strings attached. Understand what the cancellation policies of the cruise line are and of the particular deal that you're booking, because it may not be as good a deal as you you thought it was. Very well, thank you, Stuart. Hi, buddy. Talk to you guys later. Cruise Radio News now trending at cruiseradio.net. Everybody has a story, and cruise planners American Express Travel loves to hear them. Beth Edwards was a busy mom who found a way to combine her love of travel with more family time. I was really looking for a business that would allow me to continue traveling because I love to travel, and then also allow me some time to stay home with my children, with my family a little bit more. And my husband and I did some research and chose cruise planners because we just couldn't stop hearing enough good things about it and really trusted the American Express brand and um, really having a great time so far. Looking forward to learning and seeing more. So, what's your story? Discover the fun, flexible, home-based franchise that's been voted number one in travel by Entrepreneur Magazine for 10 years in a row. Visit cruiseplannersfranchise.com or call 888-582-2150. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. It's not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or better? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? Actually being able to talk to a human being. And they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website. And they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now. TripInsurance.com. We've had him on before. He's back, and we're happy he's with us. Journalist and maritime historian Peter Canego. Well, welcome back, Peter. 
thank you guys. Thanks for letting me inflict myself upon you one more time. Absolutely. Happy to have you. You were to return <laughs> back from Europe. Correct me if I'm wrong. You returned back from Europe where you did a uh, couple of really cool adventures. You were part of the christening ceremony for the MSC Preziosa. And also yep. got to take a, an exclusive look at Princess Cruz's upcoming royal princess. Yeah. Let's uh, first talk about uh, the Preziosa. Was this a grand event? It was unbelievably grand. And I don't know how MSC manages to top their prior uh, celebrations. You know, they, they've been launching so many ships in the past few years. And their, their serial godmother is none other than Sophia Loren, who is, wow. you know, spectacularly gorgeous. And I think she's pushing 80. Yeah. And she looks, you know, 30 years younger at least. And she's, you know, she's like one of the last great screen legends. So not only do mm-hmm. they have Sophia Loren... They had Ennio Morricone, the incredibly composer, soundtrack composer. Yes, yeah, who did the Sergio Leone spaghetti westerns and he did the he did know, the Django mission. Unchained. I mean, I, I don't think anybody in history has done as many movie soundtracks as him. So, so he was there. They actually they built this giant sort of canvas enclosed, see through canvas enclosed uh, tent on the pier within inches of the edges of each side of the pier alongside the ship. They have these ballet performers. They've got Ennio Morricone doing a mini concert. Holy cow. They bring in Sophia. Then they get two of their other ships, the MSC Splendida, which is the slightly smaller, older sister of the Preziosa, and the MSC Opera. They line them up. They put these big bubble-like things on the bow, and they had the three ships playing a, a tune with their whistles and the bubble on each of their bows lit up while while that particular ship was was making the salute. Unbelievable. They've got a light lighthouse in, in uh, Genoa, which is like 500 years old. Mm-hmm. They're shining laser beams off that all around the harbor. And then the biggest fireworks I've seen since I think I even wrote this, since the ELO concert in 1978, you know. And the only thing that was missing was a bloody spaceship. It was incredible. Yeah. So let's go back a little bit. We understand that this ship was once under construction for the late Libyan ruler Gaddafi. Now, can you give us the background on this? Yeah, well, apparently the ship was ordered in, uh, in 2009 from the SDX shipyard in France, which mm-hmm. built all of the MSC ships. And the MSC had just contracted to build uh, the Divina, which is a ship that was just finished last year. And this order came in from Libya, which was... Everything, pretty much all the specs, all the mechanicals, the basic shape of the hull and the layout were based on the MSC Divina, mm-hmm. slightly larger version of the Fantasia-class ships. The differences were, for instance, in the atrium, this famous, um, you know, the, the, the legend of the shark tank, you know, the two-deck high, 60-foot wide shark tank that was <laughs> going to be there. That was actually part of the design. But the same design team, DeGiorio Architects, were doing the ship for the Libyan government. So when they failed to pay the bills and the ship was seized by the yard and then, you know, transferred over to MSC, DeGiorio just, you know, basically walked in and changed everything to make it into an MSC ship, which wasn't much effort. It's so funny to me. It's so cliche James Bond villain-esque to uh, have a shark tank handy Yeah, when you yeah. want to throw your... Uh prisoners in there <laughs> exactly yeah anybody who defies you know the law well we'll just throw them in the shark tank to the shark tank it. for you now switching gears now you also got to go check out royal princess uh, this ship isn't due out until june but 
You did an exclusive behind-the-scenes uh, shipyard tour of Royal Princess over in Italy, which is very nice. That must yeah. have been really cool. Incredibly cool. And the shipyard built some of my favorite old classic ships. Uh, so just being there was like being in hallowed ground. And now it's owned by Fin Cantieri. And they're building, they built the, you know, the Regal and the Royal, who are, which are the new twins, uh, the new 140,000-ton twins. It's a whole new class for princess. You know, we donned our hard hats and crossed over to the other side of the yard where the twin sister of the royal princess is well underway. I'd say she's about 85 to 90 percent complete. Uh, basically, they're just spitting out all the, you know, all the cabins and, and bits of the interiors. And they had both of the princess architects on hand, uh, Giacomo Mortola and Teresa Anderson, uh, talking about the spaces that they had designed. So for a ship nut like me, it was heaven. It was incredible to actually be with the people who conceived of these ships and let them explain, you know, all the little things behind the scenes. What all is involved with the yard tour? We led, we saw a lot of the ship. We only had about three hours, maybe even less than that, on the Royal Princess, which is not, you know, a lot of time. You can't see absolutely everything. But they took us and they showed us the key elements, you know, the all the upper deck stuff, which was under construction. Of course, they had the new uh, movies under the star screen, which is the biggest one ever in the Princess fleet. Um, they showed us, you know, the new layout up top of the ship, which is they don't have the spa area up on top of the ship like they did on all of the grand class ships. They moved it down below and they showed us how they incorporated that space. There's this really, really cool thing called the Seawalk, which is an arc of that comes out over the side of the ship. It projects over the sea. Uh, the top deck is, is solid. You can't see through it. But then the bottom layer has uh, see-through plexiglass that you can step over and literally look down at the sea, like, I don't know, 150 feet below you, plunging. It's it's great for people like me who are afraid of heights. It's a good mm. way to therapize. <laughs> yeah. Go out there and not get nervous. Uh, so they showed us all of these key things, and then they walked us down through the main main deck areas, uh, decks uh, five, six, and seven, where most of the um, public areas are, the dining rooms. And uh, Giacomo uh, told us about the Frank Lloyd Wright dining room, and they've got this new exclusive uh, uh, chef's experience, dining uh, experience, where you're actually in the middle of the dining room, surrounded by these LED light fixtures that come down, and they change color while you're eating, you know, with different courses. It's it's, it's really spectacular with the, what they're planning with the ships. Um, they have a TV studio where instead of just taping, you know, Princess does this hour-long show every morning with the cruise director where they talk about the events coming up and they'll interview people. Well, now they've got an actual studio where they can have a live audience of like 150 people watching when they do these things. Um, and they use this new venue, or they will use this new venue for other uh, other sort of uh, impromptu concerts and stuff. So that's a new uh, special thing only to this class of ship. The Piazza is 50% larger than the prior ones on the Grand Princess class, so they've incorporated new dining venues um, and just two spiral staircases. It's, it's really beautiful and all laid out in marble. The spa, which is now down in the bottom part of the ship, has these gorgeous treatment rooms with stonework, you know, that had already been installed. So we got to see all of that. We were actually in the bridge when they were literally screwing in the, you know, the consoles and the equipment that was going to be used there, you know, putting in windows. 
uh, very, very exciting. Um, and they, they did a comprehensive job. This, uh, the VP at, at Princess who, who took us through Rai Kalori is, I mean, he's really knowledgeable about ships in general. He wasn't just giving a PR spiel. He was like, you know, a, a guy that was really excited about what they're doing and understood the, you know, the, the progress that they're making from the prior class of ship into, into this new class and really gave us tons and tons of information. So um, it was, I would say, by far the most comprehensive shipyard visit I've been privy to. Uh, and we were allowed to take pictures. There was no uh, security, you know, telling us, oh, don't take pictures, you know, we'll, we'll do the pictures and send them to you later nice. kind of thing. They, were, they weren't afraid to expose this exciting process, you know, or control it. They, they let us do as we wished, and it was great. Before we let you go, you have a video project that was just released. Talk to us about that, and where can we find the video? Thank you for asking, first of all. This movie's called The Sands of the Lang. Uh, it's an hour long, and I actually went to Monfalcone, and I interviewed uh, a, a historian in the shipyard where she was built, which happened to be right when the Carnival Magic was under construction. Um, so literally the Carnival Magic, before before that graving dock where she was built, was a graving dock. It used to be a traditional slipway where they would actually launch the ships and they would slide into the sea, you know, with a big ceremony. And then they cleared all that out in the 60s and they started building ships in big sections and welding them together. Um, so, yeah, and I interview other historians. I use archival footage and I show the history of the ship and then I show what happens when they arrive in India and get destroyed, basically. So it's kind of sad, but it's also pretty fascinating to see this stuff. So, yes, so all of this is available at midshipcentury.com, along with the pieces of the old ships that I've rescued. Very nice. And uh, you can find you at uh, maritimematters.com and on Twitter at pkanego. That's P-K-N-E-G-O. Maritime journalist and historian Peter Canego. Thanks for being with us again. You guys totally rock. Thank you for having me. Excellent. Really a pleasure, always. All right, that's going to do it. Don't forget, we have an app. It's free for iPhone users, only 99 cents for Detroit users. Simply search Cruise Radio Live in your smartphone app store. Be sure to subscribe to our cruise updates at cruiseradio.net. Just put your email in the box in the upper right-hand corner of the website. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio. I'm your announcer.